We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Tyrese Halliburton, and you're listening to Setting the Pace. your go-to Pacers podcast. I'm Alex Golden. I'm joined today by Michael J. Fachi. Fachi, I was thinking of a new nickname for you, and I have one, and I think you're going to like Ooh. it. I'm going to call I, you the I, conductor. I do not know if I am. The conductor? Okay, I don't you know. You are the conductor of the Pacers hype train, because last oh, night's God, episode, you that. were bringing the energy to the show. You were all out. The Pacers spanked the Wizards, and Fachi acted like we were the Harlem Globetrotters going to the NBA championship. So, I'm just going to do it from now on. Fachi is the conductor of the Pacers hype train. So, Fachi, what's up, man? Now, I'll tell you right now, I still got the pep in the step. I mean, <laughs> look, uh, I work remotely, so I, I, you know, I'm working from home. But if there was some water cooler area, I'd be walking over there saying, you see those Indiana Pacers <laughs> last night? Because I was messaging people just, you know, I wanted to take advantage of the dub. We are undefeated right now. It feels good. And I don't know, man, that. That air, it's a little bit more crisp today when the Pacers are on top. I just feel that certain <laughs> things that could get you to, at at some point maybe annoy you a little bit. I didn't feel any of it today because life's good. But, Alex, we also had some news dropping. We today. did. But be- before we get to the news, though, can I ask you what's on your shirt? Is it just a red shirt? It, it's not just a red shirt. It's like an it, it says Conquer. It doesn't say Conductor, but it says yeah. Conquer. It's, it's an Under Armour shirt. And, the Pacers did conquer the Washington Wizards last night. I'm just trying to figure out why you had red on. Washington Wizards have red on last night. Why are you okay, wearing red? That on is the, the that is the biggest stretch. Well, why not wear some Pacer colors, man? I mean, I usually do, but at the same no, I point, came from the gym. Came from okay. the gym before, you know. Didn't want to waste a shirt. I don't know. Yeah, I don't blame me. Don't want to get a shirt dirty if you don't have to. So I respect exactly. that. Uh, I've been keeping this Pacers hoodie here, uh, you know, in the room so I can throw it on for the podcast. So. It looks good. I like the uh, I like the lim- uh, logo here on it too. Oh, but yeah. 
Um, with that being said, like you said, we had some really exciting news today. Rick Carlisle, the announcement was made by Woj this morning that the, uh, the Pacers agreed to a contract extension. Um, according to the Pacers release where they talked about the extension, there was no details on that contract. But I know last time that the details came out, it was from Tim McMahon from ESPN. I think it was four years for $29 million. So around $7.25 million a year for Rick. And he is in year three. So it'll be interesting to see how many more years they added. Was it just one? Was it two? We do not know, but Kevin Pritchard had this to say, Fachi. He said, it goes without saying that Coach Carlisle is one of the most creative and successful coaches in the history of the league. So there was never a question that he continues to be the right person to lead our team. His ties to this organization and community run deep. His guidance and leadership are invaluable to our players and staff. And we're looking forward to working together for years to come as we build something special. For our fans. I saw your tweets today. You were excited. You were through the moon. Yes. Talk to me about your excitement. Yes, here's the thing. It's so crazy how much changes in a few years. Uh, a couple years ago, Pacers, wow. I, I mean, fans were like, man, Pacers, did they, they spent a lot of money for Rick Carlisle. Made him like a top five paid coach or whatever it was at the time. But look where the franchise was at. They were at a very pivotal point where you needed to pick a direction. And Rick picked a direction that the Pacers hadn't been in for quite some time. And it was really kind of saying, all right, we're going to try some things differently. We're going to rebuild, retool, whichever word you want to use for it. That makes you feel better to say that we're starting over a bit. And he's been very hands-on in terms of, you know, who the Pacers are drafting, who they're signing. And that's what the Pacers needed. And I think at this point, the quick turnaround that they've had, and yes, we haven't made the playoffs over the last two years, but you could see the direction that the Pacers are going in. It's only right to be able to let Rick see this through. And the Pacers are not at a point where it's a, hey, it, you got a two-year window to really make some serious noise happen. It's like, no, we're really building something here. And to be able to extend Carlisle, I think is awesome because a couple of years ago, the talk was, well, I'm sure when his contract's done, maybe he'll go up to the front office. No, 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 that's not the plans. Rick's he wants to see this through and make something happen. And he has a true core in place here that can continue to get better and better for years to come. So I, I want this to keep on going. Yeah, and I, I think when people are listening to this, it'll be on a Friday morning. It is uh, Rick Carlisle's birthday today as well, if you're listening to this oh on my. Friday morning. Almost so missed it. That that's happy birthday, a, Rick. Yeah, happy birthday, Rick. That's a great way to kick off your birthday with a contract extension and a Pacers victory on opening night. So you got to love that for Rick. And I think that Rick, when he, when he talked about coming back to Indiana, he said that he loves this city and that they've given him so many opportunities, you know, being a head coach here, being an assistant with Larry Bird, he just really has embraced what this city is. And he's got such a special place here for it in his heart that I just think that it's a great relationship. Um, we're a smaller market team, but that doesn't phase Rick. And I think that, his ability to grow as a coach kind of let the reins loose a little bit, let Tyrese kind of take charge of the offense and not be so much of a controlled offensive guy like he was when Rondo was playing with him. And we heard Rondo's frustrations with that. I think Rick's grown a lot and he's really given young guys more of an opportunity to get out there and prove themselves. Now you might push back on that and say, well, why didn't, you know, Jairus Walker getting the rotation on opening night One or game. whatever. Yeah. But we'll it's, it's just a, it's a process with Rick. And I think that, his overall goal is to get the Pacers back to where they once were, and that is being a playoff team and potentially a title contending team. So it just takes baby steps to build this kind of stuff, and I think Pacer fans are just going to have to be patient. But Rick Carlisle, like you said, he is the right man for the job. He is a, a brilliant basketball mind, understands the game, 
is an advocate for playing basketball the right way. And there's a lot of coaches out there that I think are, are good coaches in this league, but the, the pedigree that Rick Carlisle has, the resume that Rick Carlisle has, the experience that he has is just everything that this young organization or this young group needs for this organization. So I'm excited to see this one play out. Who knows? Maybe after this extension, Rick goes into the front office and that kind of thing. But we'll just kind of see. I think Rick has a very strong voice with what's happening decision-wise. And I think that both Chad Buchanan and Kevin Pritchard really respect him because, like you said, he's been coaching for a long time. So it'll be interesting just to kind of see how he evolves with this organization moving forward. That was true. And closing in on 900 wins. He's three wins shy of 900. I mean, that is quite the accomplishment. And I think that right now there's I'm counting it up as we speak. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's only thirteen coaches ahead of him that have more wins. Those those are Hall of Fame yeah. coaches. And, and Rick it has made a serious case to be a Hall of Fame coach. Like you mentioned, he's got that pedigree, he's got that resume. But also, like there's this vibe with Carlisle and the Pacers that feels almost like kind of what colleges look for when they want their coach to understand the culture and what it means to be a part of that university. Just like you saw with IU and Mike Woodson, a, a, a guy who played there, that was part of success there, and to restore that glory. I mean, all colleges always want to dip back to a player that had been successful there and now can lead that next group of, of young men. And I feel like Rick his third stint as a Pacer, who understands Pacer basketball really more than Rick Carlisle. He is the man for the job. And you look back on that short stint under the Nate Bjorken era, and I'll never forget when he was described as sort of a Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde type personality with his players. That sounds awful. That sounds like someone that the players cannot really go to and know that they're going to be able to you know, have that trust on both sides. If felt like it was forever changing. With Rick, these players trust him, even if it's hard coaching that guys like Benedict Matherin asked for. I mean, mm. that that's the big difference is they, they lay their trust in Rick because he's proven. And this group really enjoys Rick Carlisle, and it feels like Carlisle really enjoys this group. Yeah, I mean, when we had Miles Turner come on the show and he was talking about Rick, he said he's a no-nonsense kind of coach, and he really just tells you exactly how it is. Like, it, he's one of those guys where he's not afraid to – let you know if you're doing something wrong or when you're doing something right, give you the praise that you deserve. Like that's, that's the kind of coach you want. Someone that's going to be honest with you, transparent with you, but also understand the human element of things and, and be there for you and some tight and some tough times. And I think that we've seen that throughout his tenure here with the Pacers again, just how much he's evolved as not just a, a coach, but a person. So I'm really excited for Rick. I think it's a great opportunity for the Pacers to continue to get better and and there's no better person for the job than Rick Carlisle and the Pacers were absolutely uh I sometimes you just got to be lucky and I and I think they were absolutely lucky that things unfortunately fell apart with him in Dallas and that there was an opening here after they had just hired Nate Bjorken because you don't see a lot of coaches get fired in one year like a Nate Bjorken does I mean things yeah. had it really sour like bad and they were I mean all the reports were awful about that and you know, you got to give kudos to the front office for trying to be innovative and go out and get a coach that was more modern. And they were trying to adjust at the times, but they got the wrong guy. But that's okay. Rick Carlisle ended up being on the market, you know, seven, eight months later. And, and bada bing, bada boom, the Pacers find themselves back in another spot where they're in, in good hands. So it's great to see Rick, a championship pedigree coach, on this on this on this team with this franchise because 
at the end of the day, he knows what it takes to get over the hump and get that trophy, that Larry O'Brien trophy in your hands. He's only done it once, but he's he's capable of getting there again. And I think being the president of the coaches association, he's respected all across the league. And that's why he has great assistants and assistants that can move on and grow. And he's all about evolving talent from top to bottom, whether it's staffers, coaching, uh, players. He's all about evolving and getting people in the right spot to, to do well. But good coach can change a lot for a team. And there's many teams out there that have good players, but don't have great coaches or don't have good to great coaches. And with Rick, you don't have to worry about that. But also you talked about his staff. I mean, he this, this guy was able to recruit assistants to Indiana in a way that it was evident that, remember, Nate Bjorken couldn't. It felt like the Pacers were really struggling to be able to get assistant coaches in here, but also to be able to get assistant coaches that were going to stay. I mean, we had coaches leaving in the middle of the year. It, there was just stuff going on. It just yeah. felt like, oh, there's this is not where the coaching staff should be. We have not had that issue under Rick Carlisle at all. Like you mentioned, very well respected amongst the league, amongst players. There's players that would really like to play for Carlisle, and I'm excited that those players might have that chance to be able to do it in Indiana for more years. Maybe it's a year or years to come. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping he signed that extension with a special, the special pen. pen. I hope so. I mean, at this point, if you're going to break out the special pen for Jalen Smith, I, I want to know what Rick Carlisle signed that extension with, because it, it's only fitting. I mean, Jalen Smith might have to, uh, to let, let Rick borrow that. <laughs> but I, think I, I hope he got to keep his. I, I hope he got to keep it. I hope it's in a very special place for a special pen. But you know what? That's going to be something one day we're probably going to have to ask Jalen Smith himself. Oh, for sure, Pachi. But let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to introduce our new segment brought to you by Ripple Bagel and Deli, the fan of the week with Pacers Trivia. So it's going to be a lot of fun talking with Matt and James. So we're going to be right back after this for Fan of the Week. Hey, Pacer fans. Alex Golden here. I wanted to let you know about my new blog, The Blue and Golden. If you enjoy reading articles about the Pacers, then subscribe to my Substack, which is 100% free. You can find the blog at theblueandgolden.substack.com, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast. If you enjoy what you're reading on The Blue and Golden, please share the blog with your family and friends. Thanks for your support of not only this podcast, but my written work that can only be found on theblueandgolden.substack.com. Now, get back to the show we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ripple Bagel and Deli is the home of Indy's original steamed bagel sandwich. It's located in the heart of Broad Ripple and they're family owned and operated, proudly serving their customers for over 20 years. They pride themselves on quick casual dining with over 100 different steamed bagel sandwich options. It truly is a staple in Indianapolis and a can't miss breakfast and lunch spot. Ripple Bagel and Deli offers a great friends and family atmosphere where you're always welcome to dine in and be a part of the family or feel free to bypass any weight by conveniently ordering and paying for carryout ahead of time at RippleBagelDeli.com. Ripple Bagel and Deli also offers best-in-class catering anytime, anywhere, with a long list of customers ranging anywhere from law firms to drug reps to several different sports-related clients, including Butler, IUPUI, the Indianapolis Colts, and several visiting NFL teams. They pride themselves on their ability to satisfy all of your catering needs, no matter the occasion or event, and will customize your order, provide competitive pricing, and always deliver on time. Ripple Bagel Deli, the home of Indy's original steamed bagel sandwich. All right, everybody, we are back. And on this segment, it is our fans of the week and our Pacers trivia. But wanted to let you guys know that this is brought to you by Ripple Bagel and Deli. Exciting times over there. We have a new sandwich out there called the Setting the Pace. If you haven't checked out the article on the Blue and Gold, I'll go ahead and tell you what that sandwich is. We have salami, turkey, and pastrami, STP, as you can see in the acronym here, on a garlic bagel with cream cheese, provolone, and lettuce. So it's an exciting time. It's a, it's a great sandwich. If you haven't seen the pictures, it looks absolutely fantastic and awesome. Make sure you guys get out there and check that out. But we have our two fans of the week, James and Matt. James, I'll start with you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. How long have you been a Pacer fan? Oh, man. Uh Probably since the brawl, to be honest. I was a very uh, easily influenced kid, and it was just cool at the time. I, I love the, I loved the Stephen Jackson flying in out of nowhere. Just, as a young, impressionable kid, it was cool at the time. Obviously, looking back, you think of how it ruined our, ch our chances at a championship. So a little upsetting, but I still love all the players from that era. And, yeah, been around since, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, awesome. same question for yeah. you, Matt. Yeah, um, so I'm a little older, so I, I can go back a little, a little bit further. So um, I think the first year I really started paying attention and following the Pacers, I was about 10, and I think that was the year Larry Bird's first started coaching. So I think that was, what, 97, I think? Mm -hmm. um, so that was the first time when I really started following, and I've been a diehard ever since. So That's awesome. I mean, great years. I, th I think you know both of you came in, really, honestly, at times the Pacers were on top. I mean, oh, Matt, sure. you're talking about three straight runs to the Conference Finals and NBA Finals and a, trip. And a Finals and then, trip, yep. Exactly. And then James, you know, right over there. I mean, just the previous year, the Pacers were, were unbelievable. Yeah. And then they still had the expectations. But obviously, you stuck with us through a couple of down years that followed that brawl. So, you know, you are, for those of you that maybe are just listening and not watching, James has an awesome shirt talking about, you know, the, the 2000 Finals. So that's just uh, – Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm pretty Great. sure it, it's an extra large, so I'm pretty sure it's the ones that were handed out. Oh, definitely. It has the, My, the Meyer and the Pepsi logo on the back. 
Now, lo- love a good throwback. So we're definitely excited to have you guys on, but also kicking off the trivia, something we've been talking about for quite some time. So, hey, the, the first two people, you know, I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, being our our test subjects for the first round. Problem, guinea pigs. <laughs> All right. So the way we're going to do this is we do have three categories here. The categories are playoffs, the Reggie Miller era, colleges, and then the last category is jersey number. So, Matt, since you are the elder statesman of the group, uh, I will let you pick the category you would like to go with first and then pick either one or two. Um, I'll do the uh, playoffs for Reggie um, and number two. Number two. All right, Fachi. All right. What team did Reggie Miller get his first playoff series victory over? I'll give you the choices. Make it a little bit easier for you. Uh, So, choice A, the Atlanta Hawks. Choice B, the New Jersey Nets, or choice C, the Orlando Magic. The first playoff series victory, somebody yes. said. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say the Hawks. We do have a hint for this one. Would you like oh, yeah, to man. use the hint for this for this yeah, question? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Fachi, go ahead and give them the hint there. All right, so for the hint, they have played this team multiple times throughout their playoff history. Multiple times throughout their playoff history. Uh, Magic? It is indeed the Orlando Magic. Magic, okay. Yes, I think it was back in the day. Thanks for the hint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the hint was listed before the multiple choice, but wanted to see if you could get it without it. So, uh, James, we will go now to you for playoffs the Reggie Miller era, and I will ask your question for you. So, when the Pacers made it to the Eastern Conference Finals in 1998, they lost to the Chicago Bulls in seven games. Who did Indiana play in round one on their quest to the Eastern Conference Finals? I will give you a hint. This team was led by an all-star big man who was on his second team. Here are your multiple choice options. Is it A, the New York Knicks, B, the Cleveland Cavaliers, or C, the Miami Heat? Ooh, Miami Heat, Lonzo Morning. Good, good, good throwback. But I'm thinking of yes. a different. Uh. I'm thinking of a different big man. Since we gave Matt a, a hint, and it was after he answered it incorrectly, I'll give you another hint. It is another big man. I believe it was in Game Four of this series. Uh, Might have been Game Three, actually. Uh, it was actually Game Three because this series went three-one. It was Game Three. He had thirty-one points. Cleveland. It is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sean was, Kemp, right? Yes, uh-huh. yes. Sean it was Kemp. Indeed, Sean Kemp. I was I was trying to throw out th- that that hint because, like you said, Alonzo Mourning. The New York Knicks also got Larry Johnson, and then the uh, the Cavaliers had Sean Kemp. So we are tied one to one right now. Uh, Ooh, we will I go. almost feel dirty. I feel dirty yeah. for that hint. I was yeah. confident with Miami. I don't know. <laughs> no, no I, like I mean Alonzo Mourning going from the Hornets to the Heat. I, I could definitely see that train of thought there. So. You know, if anything, that hint could have thrown you for a loop. Yeah, it might have, it might have been misguiding. It was a little uh, – hey, they're, they're both kind of misleading hints. But, uh, James, since Matt got the first uh, pick in, uh, in that last round, we'll give you the option to pick here between colleges and jersey numbers, and what number do you want? I'll go college, and um, whoever wasn't picked first. I don't know if he – did he say Fachi? Yes, yeah, Fachi first. Yeah. Okay, yep, so I'll go with you, Alex. Okay, back to me. All right. 
What school did Pacers two-way player Oscar Shibwe go to before transferring to Kentucky? Is it A, West Virginia, B, San Diego State, or C, Villanova? I do believe uh, Fachi was a big fan of this guy, so uh, West Virginia. That is correct. Fachi. Got it. Oh, I was trying to hide Proud my listener face. right I, there. I was just it, yeah, no, you nailed that one. Man, did I love, love me some Oscar Shibway coming out of high school. Highest recruit West Virginia ever had. So great job on that one. All right. So Matt's up. Fachi, you want to ask this question? All right. So we have next. What school did Pacers guard Andrew Nemhart go to before transferring to Gonzaga? Choice A, Cincinnati. Choice B, Florida or Choice C, Creighton. Um, are there hints with this? Are these there are no hints on this. Uh, hints on this. Okay, <laughs> give them to me again, please. All right. So choice A, Cincinnati. Choice B, Florida. Or choice C, Creighton. Uh, I'm going to say Cincinnati. That is incorrect. Ah, oh, so James is in the lead, two to one after round two. It was and, Florida. Yes, Fachi. it was Florida. And what could have thrown you for a loop was Creighton is where his brother, his brother plays. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, to see Alex getting a little uh, little sneaky over there trying to, you know, throw us for some loops. Yeah, C- Cincinnati was one that I thought would be really random. So I threw it in there to see if it would be a little bit of uh, – throw you off there a little bit, and it did. Florida does yeah, not that like worked. It was very nice. Yes, it absolutely yes. threw me off. <laughs> you don't usually see guys transfer from Florida to Gonzaga. Right, so that's yeah. why it was uh, a tough one there. So we're going to Jersey number now, Matt. Uh, do you want to stick with Fachi asking your question, or do you want me to ask you your question this time? I'll, I'll take yours. I'll take yours, Alex. Okay. Jordan Wara currently wears number 13. Who was the last Pacer before Wara to wear that number? Was it A, Paul George, B, Tristan Thompson, or C, Tory Craig? Tristan Thompson was on a team more recently. I don't remember what his number was. You do need this to stay alive. I know, I know, I know. This sucks. <laughs> um, it's fine. These are tough. The only one I knew confidently was the uh, the Sean Kemp one. That's the only one I knew. The, that's that's one, funny. This, yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Tristan Thompson. That is incorrect. Uh, Tory Craig was that it? It was Tory Craig. Tristan Thompson wore no number matter. eleven. Ah, uh, okay. And it was right. It was a joke because everybody was like, oh, he's wearing Sabonis' number right after they traded him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but Tristan Wait. did wear 13 before. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So I can right. see the train well, of thought there. But James, we still got to give you an opportunity to answer this question. This is the, the final question over here for the jersey number segment. What jersey number has been worn the most in Pacers NBA and ABA history? Choice A, number 44. Choice B, number 11, or choice C, number 22. Oh, man. What was that middle that you said was 11 an option? So choice A was number 44, choice B was number 11, and choice C was number 22. Oh, I almost said no one has ever worn 44 but Bojan Crozier. But I'm going to go with 11 because I just feel like most recently we've worn 11 a lot. That is incorrect. Unfortunate. So, Matt, for the steal, Mm -hmm. do you know what? Steal? Okay. Give me those numbers again. (laughs) I need Corey Craig. A (laughs) A is uh, number 44, B is number 11, or C, number 22. 
I'll go um, 44. 44 is correct. It, it has been worn 18 times now. The Oscar Sheboy's wearing it. And then number 11 and number 22 have been worn 17 times, as well as number 12, which wasn't a choice, but just very uh, I- interesting. Um, so uh, a lot of you wouldn't think of it because it's like, man, that many people. What a weird number. Those numbers. I know. But hey, that that's how it shook out. So we're all tied up now, correct? Yeah, I mean. Let me just be fair, Fachi. Should we should we really give that one to so. Matt? I, I, I missed I, I, one. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll play fair, no, but if you guys want to keep pushing hear me out. Hear me out. Take away, give me back my Miami answer. Take away my Reggie Miller, and then we can call it tied up from there. Okay, okay. I think we, Since we, we did go give down you an extra uh, hint. A little, little sudden, de- sudden death uh, tiebreaker. Yeah, let's go for here. it. That's the, that's the best way. Yeah, okay. So. Hey, I appreciate that, James. So since Absolutely. you're so willing, James... I'll give you the option of going first or second. You're going to have 10 seconds to name the current roster of Pacers in order of jersey number, starting with double zero. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Why not? You go first. All right. Fachi, I'm going to put the timer on. You keep track and make sure he doesn't yep. skip any numbers. Are you ready? I am. Go. Matherin, Halliburton, Toppin, Nembard. Oh, we just traded Chris Dorte. I don't think anybody's wearing three. That's in Stop. Oh, Jarris Walker. So we got four in 10 seconds. Now, Matt, since you already heard those answers, I'm going to have you pick up from Jarris Walker and do the next amount in 10 seconds. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Uh, Buddy Heald, uh, Nora. Um, man, I don't know. All right. Yeah, yeah I don't know how to clue. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew Wara was wrong because yeah. number nine. TJ McConnell. And then after that, Bruce Brown, uh, right? Uh yep, number eleven. And then Jordan Awards thirteen. Yeah. Is Kendall Brown ten? Kendall yes, Brown, I believe, is ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would have been in there so. before Bruce. Yeah. And then Wara. And then You guys don't even know these questions. <laughs> hey. hey, these are tough. You're right. No, these, these were these were tough. Alex was out for blood on this one. I mean, <laughs> the first one, my goodness. Of these. Yeah. All right. Well, well, hey, you know what? I I think James would have won overall, but he clinched it. Oh, definitely in, in the tiebreaker. Definitely. So there was no no, dispute no doubt. About it. Yeah, ball doesn't James, lie, right? Ball does not lie. We went to the free throws. He hit them. You know. So, uh, hey, James, you are our winner for today. Oh, all right. Let's go. I think that you guys added some drama to it going down to the wire with a tiebreaker. So, hey, I think that uh, we'll have to keep it going. And uh, like we said before, there will be a legitimate prize for the winner in the end. Fachi, this was the prize getting to talk with you gentlemen this evening. <laughs> well, hey, we definitely appreciate that. But honestly, I mean, guys, seriously, it, it's awesome connecting with people who have not only supported the show, but also supported the team. And I think that when you talked about how long both of you have been fans, there's been some tough seasons in between mm-hmm. where it would have been real easy to hop off and kind of hop on a, some other fun team that's going on. Like everybody knows a, a Golden State Warriors fan of just a couple of years, but where have they been for 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. or 30? So right. with us, you know, without any championships in between those spans, it just shows, hey, we're in it for the long run. And I think that this year is going to be really exciting. Want to know so far? I, I think that we're gonna have we're in for a fun year, but also not just fun in terms of like, well, we made it close, or hey, we were a tough out. No, we're going for something this year. So for that, 
hey, I'm excited to talk more Pacer basketball with you guys, you know, as the season goes on. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I was going to say, uh, Fachi's talking about that we've been fans for so long. During the Cavaliers uh, preseason game and Obi went under the legs, I looked over my wife and said, you don't understand. And I pulled up Travis <laughs> Diener and Mike Dunleavy highlights and said, this is what I grew up watching. <laughs> yep. And, no, I, I completely, uh, I completely agree. Cause I said to to Alex, you know, uh, a while back, like the Pacers drafted Cassius Stanley a couple years back, like fifty fifth overall, and they're like, he's one of the most athletic Pacers they've ever had. And I'm like, I can't even get on the court. Like, what, what are yeah, we talking right. about over here? Like, <laughs> baby, he... baby Westbrook, yeah, exactly. Yep, you know, like all these like flash in the pan guys for like a little bit. It's like now we have actual athletic players that are good. So I think that that's the big difference, and it's just going to make for a really exciting year that can also translate into wins instead of just a couple of moments here and there. No, I agree. I agree. So to wrap things up here, um, I want to thank you guys both for coming on and, and playing trivia and letting us experiment a little bit with you too. And uh, thought it was just great. Love the energy. Love the passion that you guys show. But Matt, I'll start with you, and then I'll have you follow him after that, James. But um, we, we love hearing what you guys like about the podcast. So, Matt, is there something you like about the podcast and then you like between me and Fachi, the, the relationship that we have, or just the content? Like anything that stands out with your fandom of the podcast, uh, please share that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, just the dialogue and conversation you guys have and the, and the content you guys come up with and um, the fact that you guys don't always just like agree on everything. And mm-hmm. you guys will actually will have disagreements on on certain topics or, or you know, or subjects. And then um, I also think you guys are realistic about the Pacers as well. Um, I've heard some other podcasts from other from Pacers and it's like they kind of sometimes will kind of blow smoke, you know, up and oh, like, yeah. oh, well, there will be all right. But, you know, I'm I'm always been a realist with this team. Um, you know what I mean? And so I, I feel like you guys do the same thing. And that's always it's it's refreshing to hear someone with similar mindset as me when it comes to the Pacers. So they can be your favorite thing or the most frustrating thing, you know? So, Oh, no doubt. We definitely really appreciate that. And look, I'm with you. What I I love to say we're going to the NBA finals. Yeah. Do I believe it? No, No, but you know, I think, I think for now it's just like, let's take some steps forward instead of just saying like, I don't understand why we're not on the same level of Milwaukee Mm -hmm. and, and Boston's like, because there's a clear difference, but one day I, I hope to get there. And James, you know, what about you? What's a, a thing or two that you, you might like or something that's, uh, you know, kept you engaged over, you know, X amount of time listening? I view it more as a fan perspective. And that's why I really enjoy, you know, I listen to every other Pacer podcast there is um, and no shade to them, but they're coming from this, you know, they're part of the team. They can't say certain things. They have to have a certain outlook, but you guys get straight to the point. Is as if I'm we're in a room or in a Zoom just talking Pacers basketball, and that's that's what I love. And you know, my wife I was telling her that um, I was going to be on the show today, and I was like, "You listen to these people every morning when I'm in the shower." So wow. yeah, she said that's pretty cool. That's um, awesome. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, I've been listening for a while. I've even again not not taking credit for anything, but I've thrown out suggestions that have actually stuck. I remember uh, cool. when. Jeremiah Johnson was talking about setting pace podcast on the live broadcast of the game. And Ben Butner goes, Oh, you got setting the pace. You know, you gotta love that. And I, I uh, tweeted at Alex and you got to put that in the intro. And lo and behold there, it popped up like, oh, the next that's, awesome. week. Like, wow. oh that's, that's so cool. Um, no, and then is... suggesting the, uh, the thread of all the former players and 
executives you've had. That was one of my suggestions as oh, well. Wow. So, yeah, the interaction and stuff. Um, some not so pleasant. Alex said that my uh, uh, my take <laughs> on uh, who was it? Taylor Hendricks was lazy on the Facebook group. Hey, I admit it was very <laughs> lazy. Um, I'm just a big fan of Jairus Walker. But yeah, the interactions and the fan perspective. It's awesome to listen oh, to. Man. I love the good with the bad. No, that's good. Um, you got to really take tough. it. I, I tell you what, it's really hard to know like who people are when you don't like you can see a picture or an avatar or something like that, but like you're just mm-hmm. not really 100 percent sure who they are. Like I've had people wave at me at the arena, like "Hey, what's up?" I follow you. I'm like, "Who are you?" And it's like yeah. just like trying to remember everybody and get to know everybody. So this is why I really like doing the fan of the week because it gives us this personal interaction. So now I'm like, okay, now I know that Twitter handle, and I can put a name with a face. And it just allows us to be able to connect on a different level instead of just like, oh, someone on Twitter said or someone on Facebook said, or you won't believe who said this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like, now we can actually connect. Like you hear us talk about Rooster sometimes. It is like, that's because we've been able to have that interaction with him in person and also on the podcast. So I definitely think that it helps. And we really do strive to give that fan perspective as well as be fair and critical of the team. So Overall, I'm uh, I'm really glad to hear that feedback, and we hope that we can continue with what we're doing and making this podcast something really fun. Now, not to interrupt, but I do want to say congratulations to you for taking that step and getting the back the back pass or the media pass and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, kudos to you. You That's deserve awesome. it. Um, yeah, Appreciate that. That's super awesome. Uh, it's just, I mean, guys, you know what you both said over there, like James, between the suggestions that you made. You know, and the fact that, like, yeah, those were great suggestions. I didn't know that was you, but it's yeah, like same. That, that was awesome. I, I don't want to take credit. Some multiple people no, could have said it. I, I just know I did. I threw those out there. I just feel bad no. for your wife having to listen to us every morning. <laughs> God bless her. She deserves a gift card or something. Well, tell her. Well, she's going to hear this when well, it comes tell, out. And tell her that we appreciate her and that, hey, between behind every guy, you know, there's always that great supportive wife that, that's there to help. And and my, my wife, same way. It's like. Like she puts up with a lot, a lot of pacer talk, but it's just like when you're that diehard about a team, sometimes you only have oh so many people to be able to talk to them about. And it's just like, mm-hmm. even a lot of times my wife does not care, but I'm like, I don't know, babe, like the way Nemhard's playing lately, like <laughs> you know, just like little things like that. So we, we definitely appreciate uh, the both of you, the support that you've had for the show. And whenever you guys do have some sort of idea, question this, send it to us because as you can hear, we do listen, and we love that feedback, so please keep it coming. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we're going to wrap up this segment, and we're going to come back and close things out, Fachi and I will, but we want to thank both James and Matt for being on, and uh, we'll be hearing from James in the future as he defends that belt uh, with some trivia here. And Matt, you know, maybe we'll Still maybe we'll reset. See you maybe later. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll reset and, and maybe get you back on maybe next year, maybe uh, before the season's over. It's just it's really cool to get people back on and just have conversations with them. But I want to thank you guys again so much. And we'll be right back after this. And there you have it, folks. James is the winner of the first ever setting the pace trivia fight. I thought James did pretty good. I felt bad though. My questions were way too hard and I'm going to adjust those moving forward. Ooh, man, those were some tough ones. I mean, even your hints were a bit misleading, you know, <laughs> but at the same point, Hey, look, James, great job. Uh, he's moving on to the next round this will be tournament style there will be prizes this is something where guys i'm telling you, if you got some free time on your hands you might want to brush up on your pacer history because you never know what we're throwing at you next yeah for sure so we're gonna we're gonna work out all the the kinks 
in this segment to get it perfected. But once again, that was brought to you by Ripple Bagel and Deli. Want to thank them so much for sponsoring this segment. And if you haven't already, make sure you get down there sometime over the next couple of weeks and try out the Setting the Pace sandwich, salami, turkey, and pastrami. It's uh, it's it's going to be a really good sandwich. It's on a garlic bagel with cream cheese, provolone cheese, and lettuce. You can adjust if you don't want all that meat on there. If you only want certain condiments, you can take some off. You can add some. It's all adjustable. But if you like that combination, just tell them that you'd like the setting the pace. And don't forget to check out the blueandgolden.substack.com on that article because there is a coupon that does not expire. If you show them that coupon when you visit, you can get either a free baked good, a free chip, free side, I guess you could say. I think they have chips for their side, but it's a free side or a free soft drink with your sandwich. So I would say make sure you guys check that out and let them know that you heard about them on setting the pace. That is Ripple Bagel and Deli. It is a staple of broad ripple since 2003. But Fachi, enough of that. Anything else you want to add to this show? I would just say, you know, as you're listening to this, hey, it's Friday morning. You know, you're coasting into the weekend. The Pacers are, are playing the Cavs. Yeah, this is a showdown. We're going to learn a lot about this Pacers team. But for now, I mean, life is good. One and no. Let's see if we can keep it going because about a week from now, we're playing the Cavs in the in-season tournament. So mm-hmm. let's see. Let's see what could happen. You know, I, I think this is going to be a great experience for this Pacers team early on. But let's keep our fingers crossed that we can keep this winning going on. For sure. The Pacers start the season with seven of nine games at home. They've already had one home game, so six of the next eight will be at home. So good for the Pacers to get off to a good start and hopefully build some momentum as they head into the season. But with that being said, Fachi, go ahead and tell the people where they can find us at on social media. Absolutely. So you can find us on Twitter at PacersPodSTP. You can find Alex on Twitter at AlexGoldNBA. I can be found on Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. You can find us on Instagram at PacersPodSTP. You can find us on Facebook, Setting the Pace. You can find us on TikTok, Setting the Pace. And Alex, tell them where they can check us out on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube.com slash Setting the Pace, the Pacers podcast, where you can find our two latest videos. One, I did upload the player introduction video. So you're going to get the coaching staff. You're going to get the training staff. You're going to get the 15-man roster plus the three two-way players introduced by Troy Pepper that is available on YouTube. And if you'd like to hear our post-game podcast reaction to the Pacers 143-120 win over the Washington Wizards, that is available there. And if you already heard me say it but forgot, go to the blueandgolden.substack.com and make sure you subscribe. It is absolutely free of charge, and I will have articles out there for you. Um, the latest one that I have up currently is the Ripple Bagel Deli sponsorship partnership and you can come find out more details about that with the sandwiches and and just get some coupons there like i said but just make sure you guys check that out subscribe it's free of charge and hopefully if you guys like the podcast you like the writing as well but with that being said Fachi, if you're excited that the pacers are back in action on saturday night against the cleveland cavaliers looking to go 2-0 then hit me with those three words let's go pacers Going to the top, setting the pace, going to the top. This is your number one podcast, sweeping every team. We gon' need a mop, smooth. (laughs) 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.